Hello, everyone. My name is Jared Gear, one of the former conductors for the Blue Devils Drum Review Corps and an instructor on behalf of Silent Command. And with me are two phenomenal individuals who are brothers, both Josh Gall and Luke Gall, who are the founders of Ultimate Drill Book and Stride TV and educators within this marching arts activity. So we're going to get to know them, get to know a little bit about the background slash history of these amazing companies that are catering to, you know, the wonders of marching arts. And yeah, so, you know, first off, whoever liked to go first, give your own autobiography-esque detail. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess those who are listening, maybe that's everybody. Um, this is the voice of Josh. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I grew up in the, um, grew up in the music space. Uh, our dad was our band director, which will probably come up quite a few times, uh, throughout this, this conversation together. Um, but yeah, I grew up in, um, a small town in Virginia called Goochland, which is a real place. Uh, normally, we just say Richmond, Virginia, but I uh, grew up there, did my undergraduate work at Virginia Commonwealth University. I'm a tuba player and spent uh, my available drum corps years marching cadets um, and then started teaching cadets after that uh, and then started teaching blue coats. During that time, I um, also uh, taught a series of high schools in the Virginia area. I did my graduate work at the University of Florida. Um, and then um, I was fortunate enough to be on the faculty at the University of Texas at Austin uh, as one of the band directors and conducting faculty. And during all of that time, uh, Luke and I were uh, birthing Ultimate Drill Book and, and, and a couple of other projects that have now are now seeing the light of day. It's 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 been a very cool journey and it's something that allows for, I think, both Luke and I to do all of the things that we love. We get to teach, we get to create, we get to, you know, teach teachers, we get to teach students, we get to uh, be entrepreneurs. So, you know, we're very fortunate that um, we're, we, we, we just call ourselves professional band kids. And uh, that's, that's really what we are through and through. I'll echo some of what Josh said. Uh, once again, my name is Luke Gall, also from Virginia, also the same son of the same band director, uh, from Goochland. I've been a band kid my entire life. Yeah, I basically grew up actually in the drum corps activity. So I started marching drum corps when I was 13. Uh, so I had done one season of marching band and uh, Josh had marched before. One of our other brothers, Jacob, had also marched before. So they had laid all this groundwork in drum corps for me. And so I grew up going to finals and things like that. So I was exposed to the activity really early on. And I marched starting early, marched in a Div 2 core at the time, which was Jersey Surf, now a world-class core, uh, and then went to Crossman when they were still on the East Coast. And then I did a couple of years at Cadets, uh, uh, 2007 through 2009. And actually, I aged myself out early. So I had three more years left, but and uh, 2009, went to college, Penn State University, majored in music education. But 2010 is actually when we founded Ultimate Drill Book. So I'd done drum corps for five years, decided to move on, do some other things. And that's actually when we started UDB. I did my master's degree in euphonium performance at the University of Texas at Austin, and then went full-time into Ultimate Drill Book in 2016. And ever since then, of course, been been working on Ultimate Drill Book in a, in a major way, along with other projects that we'll be speaking about. 
but I also stayed connected to the teaching and designing community. So still to this day, I still design for some, some groups. Um, and it's mainly because I like it. I think it's fun. Um, my favorite thing to do is not only design, but actually work with students still to this day. I mean, that's the reason that we do what we do. And I think it's really important in our position to stay connected to the activity in that way. But selfishly, it's also just fun. And that's that's why I do it. So like Josh said, we are professional band kids. Um, UDB has has grown tremendously over the last uh, several years, and uh, we could not be more excited for the future uh, from what we're doing now. I mean, it was really just us for a long time, and now we've got a team and all this kind of stuff. So it's it'll be fun to chat about it. Yeah, so I guess we can kind of dive right into just, you know, there are some kids um, who are still trying to, I guess, understand, you know, what Ultimate Drillbook is and what it kind of provides. So what what are how would you both sort of describe it, especially now that we're coming back from, you know, the the depths of COVID and now somewhat adjusting to a new normal? So how would you describe the company now? We've gone through a few phases. The name is Ultimate Drill Book, and that's actually what we started with drill books. So most people know us now for technology, UDB app, Beam, Stride TV. But actually back when we started, we literally just sold books. Uh, so many of us, you know, in the marching activity have carried dot books on us or drill books, things to help marching members on the field remember their coordinates, remember certain notes, things like that. We've all carried that note card, you know, little binder on us, you know, at some point in our marching career. And so when we started the company, it was really addressing that need right away, which is no one's really selling books or really thought about this, uh, marketing these types of things. So that's what we started with. And actually the first basically six years of the company, that's the only thing that we sold, books. Um, now, we made some cool improvements that got us some some marketing, you know, over the years, like we made them waterproof and tear proof. So you could go swimming with the books, you could try to rip them out, and they wouldn't rip out. And you know, that was a big deal, especially for drum corps, because you're just sweating on your stuff all the time. <laughs> um, you know, throwing it in your backpack. But actually, uh, just a few years into the company, we started ideating on UDB app because we always knew that we would be moving towards technology. We didn't necessarily have the resources to do it, but it was just one of those things that we were always thinking about. So um, early days, just the books. And then we actually launched UDB app for the very first time in a beta stage in 2016 and then fully launched it in 2017. And that's where the company took a major turn from, oh, wow, this is being used by quite a lot of programs to, wow, we're now around the world, not only in every state in the United States, but also international in places like Europe and Japan, South America and stuff like that. Technology is the thing that really helped the company take a huge step forward. Definitely. And that's a lot of work to kind of, one, getting it on paper, but then also digitally maybe maybe it's easier because i have no clue how to even format the whole dot sheets and designing a whole show but it seems like you guys have a wonderful system to kind of help navigate through that what are you know some of the highlights for example that you would consider that udb features you're talking about like like pedagogically like what's inside the yeah app yeah just like what in general do you think you know is better 
or kind of helps the student understand the curriculum of whatever the sure. show may be. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, certainly the the core of UDB is is giving the students and the teachers as much information that's helpful as possible. And so instead of, you know, traditionally like students would only get a coordinate sheet and they're, you know, that's, that's only telling them, you know, one point and then gives them another point. Like you don't really know what happens between there. You don't know what music you play, et cetera. So it was important for like, for Luke and I, when we were building this to say like, what's the information that students and teachers should have from the first rep and then how can it be cataloged? Um, so, you know, the students get to see in just a few seconds, as soon as the drill writer is done writing something, they hit export. The students and staff can now see the animation. They hear the audio. They can see things like the measures and the music that correspond with that drill move. They can see their crossing counts, which helps them calibrate their step size from the very first rep. They see their step size. They see their coordinate, those kinds of things. So each student gets access to that. And instead of just standing out on the blacktop or the field and just sort of waiting for one person to take all 150 people through this process, you can really like, you can say like, all right, well, I'm going to go find some shade. I'm going to watch this for the next five minutes, engage with it. And then you know what the lesson plan is. You know what's expected of you. You have an idea of the scope and the sequence of, of what you're about to, to, to go through. And we do that in every other area of our life, you know? And so Luke and I joke that, you know, when we first developed the app and we still say this, but like, we're quickly bringing bands into the 1990s. You know, like it's just marching band as a learning process and a learning sort of environment. While it teaches us so many things, the process and sort of the application of newer teaching techniques is just has just been so far behind. So it's exciting to, you know, to put all of this into a package to where everybody feels like their time is better spent. And so that's what we're seeing time and time again, you know, with hundreds of thousands of people around the world every day when they open up the app, they're saying like, man, like we're further along, rehearsals are better, the vibe is better, just because everybody's part of the process now. So that's the core of what UDB allows um, allows the performer to do. But, you know, that's just the start of sort of what we have done and, and really where we're going with it. So thinking back into like 2010, what kind of sparked this empire? I know that you guys had, you know, your father was your band, your band directors. And then, um, you know, you guys pursued drum corps and, you know, became educators. What kind of sparked, you know, this need to help other bands that may not even be or maybe even have the access to this before? The truth is, it's a lot of sparks. I think there are a couple of like key moments that we can look back to, but the truth is, is both Josh and I marched drum corps and we're faced with this need as a performer. Like we were given the task of, Hey, buy a dot book. And what that meant was buy no cards. Um, and so we did some of that. We also in the early days would literally go to FedEx office and like make our own dot books and get them bound. And that was like a big deal to like spiral bound your own book. And we'd show up to drum corps and everyone was like, wow, where'd you get that? I was like, well, we just made it. Um, you know, so there, there are like lots of foundational moments like that, that were laid over the years, almost for us, you know, we are forced into situations where we needed something. Uh, there was a pivotal moment, certainly, uh, as a high school, I participated in something called the All-American Marching Band, 
which is this really amazing thing that unfortunately is no longer still around. Uh, but it was a basically an honor band where you could become an All-American as a musician. And they would fly all of the kids who got selected to San Antonio as part of the All-American Bowl Week where there's a football game. Uh, and you would, while the football team was preparing to play each other, the marching band would prepare a show. And so we had literally four or five days to prepare a show. So they actually gave us some books with some like kind of pre-printed drill in them. And I remember having already marched four years of drum corps at that point, going through the process as a cadet, where we had to like highlight our drill charts, make our own dot books. I mean, this really intense process. And then at that, at that event, I was given this book where a lot of that process was done for me uh, because we just literally didn't have the time. And it was like, whoa, there's something here. So immediately, like Josh and I started talking, we we're like, we, why is no one selling these? And that, that was like one of the bigger sparks that, that did this. But it was because we had this foundation of all, all of this experience that allowed us to say, like, we should just sell these. And that's what we started doing, just literally selling those. And as we learn in the marching arts, everything is very iterative, meaning that like you do one thing and you're like, oh, what if we make this better? Oh, we did that now. What if we make this better? And so we are just kind of applying what the marching arts taught us to the business world, which is, oh, let's just do it. Let's make it better. Let's do it again. Make it better. Do it again. Make it better. And that's that's what the business was for us, uh, going from literally just selling a book to making our own dot book to trying to make them waterproof and tearproof to thinking about technology. I mean, we could get into the weeds of how this all happened, but you know, the truth is, is like we only could grow at the pace that we had customers. Because we we didn't have a lot of money. We, we we just didn't. And so it was like, all right, if we had one customer and we made $700 that year, we're going to spend $700 on research and development this year. <laughs> like that was our budget, you know? So uh, what I will say, just kind of wrapping up, is just it was an iterative process. We took what we had. We had a couple of sparks along the way, but then it was just like, how can we make this better with what we have? And and it's still that way too for us. I mean, we're just at a different scale, you know, and it's like every day that we talk to somebody, they tell us this feature that they love about the app or like, what if, what if we could do this? And we say, Hey, it's already on the list or, Hey, that is a great idea. Give us you know six months. Well, know, so and it's still very much that way for us. Some of the pivotal moments were with us as teachers. So some of the early ultimate drill books, ultimate dot books, we were, I mean, literally just selling them to bands or giving them to bands that we were working with. We were like, please just use these things. And I remember moments standing out on a high school field in Maryland and like kids had their books and pages were flying out. Like literally the pages were ripping out and they were flying across the field. And like, here's this product that we are working on not working. <laughs> You know what I mean? So like we're standing there as teachers and educators, not giving those students an awesome experience because of our product. So that was like a ding, ding, ding. We've got to fix these things. So we are still even today, of course, but in those times, we are still like very heavily involved in teaching and very heavily involved in designing. And those were our test customers. Was it hard to do both, you know, entrepreneurs during this moment and then having to submit grades and go to assessments and all these other, how, how did you guys both kind of 
manage, you know, your passion for making such such a great product while also being the number one educator for your students at that time. Was was the schedule busy? Yes. But was it hard? I I don't know if I would say that it was hard. It's just because that's sort of we were just passionate about everything that we were doing. Now, you know, plenty of these schools, we were just, you know, the marching tech or just the drill writer, you know. So like we could sort of show up with with drill and then show up with these a version of these books and then we would leave, you know. But then other schools um, you know, we were, we were more involved in, um, and I think at least for me, um, I think that it, it just has always just felt like sort of the same thing, like, just like you would as a teacher, like you're going to lesson plan to make tomorrow better. Like part of our lesson planning was like, all right, what if the book had this and this, you know, what if, what if, what if we added whatever, a halfway point, what if we added you know, something like, so the kinds of things that we sort of all get excited about as like band or drum corps kids or, you know, whatever, like that was just sort of part of our everyday process. And so whatever we thought about at night, we would just implement the next morning and then we would come back the next night and implement it the next morning. But, you know, really at the beginning uh, or near the beginning of all of this, you know, Luke and I were, you know, we were, we were spending a ton of time together. You know, and it was very cool. Like we would sort of stay up all night, each one of us writing our own drill, but talking about like what UDB could be and like, oh, it'd be cool if this. And then, you know, we go to band camp and then we come back home and <laughs> sort of do it all again. So we just, you know, we very much just sort of lived with it. And it, um, because we were excited and because I think we, we were fortunate to be in a position in life that like we could do that, you know, um, it didn't really feel like a lot, if that makes sense. You know, there was, there was plenty on the plate, but it was really exciting. And, and, you know, at that time we were also feeling the, I think the direct result of, Hey, the more time that we put into this, the more money that we put into this, the faster we can make this a stronger thing. And so for years, you know, you know, the only funding that, that that fueled ultimate drill book was Luke and my bank account. Like we would, we would literally take this drill writing gig just to, you know, spend a thousand more dollars on UDB next year, you know? Um, so we, we, we felt very much like we were in the cycle and, you know, where it's like the harder that we work, the better the band gets tomorrow, the stronger the product gets reset, do it again. You know, and that, that was, that was very much, that's 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 how it feels to me for the first certainly for the first couple of years of the the of the company. For me, just to be transparent, I've actually never been a full time educator. I've never been a full time band director or anything like that. Um, as we've mentioned before, our dad was a band director, and I'll be honest. I remember growing up knowing that I wanted to be in music, but I also knew I never felt like I could do his job. Um, as a band director's son, I mean, I stayed after school until midnight or 1 a.m. after the football games, waiting for everyone to get picked up. I sat in his office as administrators cut his funding and told him that the program wasn't what we all thought it was, you know, in terms of importance. And I, those were pivotal moments growing up for me. I did get a music education degree and a music performance degree, but I always knew that band directing full time wasn't, wasn't for me. Um, I still stayed involved of course, over the years, but you know, growing UDB for me was mixing schooling with business. 
as opposed to mixing, mixing teaching with business. So, and I, I don't, I hesitate to use this word, but it really just came down to sacrifices. Um, so I think about my time when I was at Penn State during undergrad. And truthfully, it was a choice of, do I go to, to be honest, this party tonight, or do I work on the website? I chose working on the website. Do I spend this money on this trip or do these $300 go towards ultimate drill book? So for me, it it was a balance, truthfully, a personal balance um, of schooling versus this. And the times where I got to work with bands were really some of the highlights. Those were the things that like kept my heart full, if that makes sense. You know, working with students, working with band directors and helping these programs, because Josh and I coming from this small band program with 30, 40 kids in the marching band, a lot of people assume that we come from these big bands in Texas. Like, oh, yeah, well, like you all must have grown up in Texas and you had all these resources like actually it's the complete opposite. Our we had no budget. And so like that's where our heart kind of lives is with those bands. And that's why. Like Josh said, when it came down to like us choosing time or whatever with Ultimate Drill Book, it wasn't hard because like we felt like we are serving not only ourselves, but our our people, so to speak, you know, just fighting for every penny they could get. Yeah, definitely. And I that is that is so like inspirational and interesting to see because from somebody outside looking in, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh, okay, they probably came from a from a Texas band with this big product like Ultimate Drill Book. I'm like, oh, so they've been new. They've been going to Grand Nat since they were born. But you know, it's it's I think it's so inspirational to hear other people kind of navigate through or at least explain more into the journey because outside looking in, they're just like, Oh, ultimate drill book, but they don't know the time and the sacrifices that kind of went in or the backstory that kind of went into it. So that's really awesome. So I, with the other things that you guys have, you guys have beam and then stride TV. So describe what those are now. Cause those are, those are other entities that kind of make, you know, the marching arts even better. So I want us to feature those and talk about those real quick. Sure, sure. Yeah, so Beam uh, is a brand new sheet music app that we, um, we've we been building now for a couple of years. And it's in its current like first year of like a public beta. Um, and uh, we're super, super excited about it. Um, in general, what Beam is, is it's a it's a complete digital music library solution for ensembles. So it allows for you to digitize and organize, um, you know, anything from, you know, warm ups to chamber music to full show music to, you know, whatever it is. Um, it does now support, uh, concert ensembles and will soon support, uh, full orchestra, choir. Um, and, uh, it's really, really exciting. It, some of the, the special things about Beam are that it allows for, again, sort of the, the similar issues that we had with marching band as far as not meeting the students and teachers really where they're at, especially when it comes to teaching, teaching techniques and technologies, you know, beam allows for people to collaborate in real time and share annotations and say, Oh, I want to look at the alto two part. Like, okay, cool. It's just two taps away. And you can look and see those annotations or in a rehearsal, a conductor can say like, Hey, just look at the score real quick. And you can see the conductors, all of their annotations all of their score markings, those kinds of things. 
but then we also have um, tools built within Beam that allow for much, much, much quicker communication. So, for example, a conductor can pull up uh, pull up a score, and then the students' parts will all populate on their devices, their phones, and their tablets, and that happens with or without internet. Um, so that's something we have called live mode, and that's that's sort of the first flagship feature inside of Beam. But we know that the future of sheet music is going to be digital. And so we're just trying to really create that solution before it's fully needed, if that makes sense. You know, much like UDB, um, when we <laughs> when we started talking to people about having an app on their phones that they would learn drill with, you know, it was like nine out of 10 people. They're like, I, I don't want my my kids to have their phones on the field. And, you know, and now it's the opposite where directors are like, look, whatever makes things better. That's That's what I'm interested in. And so Beam is now very much that for us. And so it's really, really exciting new project. Um, it's going to remain in public beta for one more year. Um, that's allowing for us to get it in as many people's hands, as many ensembles hands around the world as possible. Um, the early versions of this have been very, very exciting. Uh, so that's a little bit about Beam and, uh, Luke can talk a little bit about Stride TV. Yeah. Stride TV has been truly a passion project for us. Both Josh and I have a big background in media. I know this is not a video podcast, but you can see my wall, Jared. I mean, it's full of cameras. You know, I'm in my personal home office. Josh uh, ran a recording company for several years um, in the early 2000s. And so not only us, but our entire family has been deeply involved in media for a long time. And when it came to Stride TV, we realized that we were spending so much time and so much energy creating media for the performing arts, specifically right now, the marching arts. And we never really felt like the performing arts had a home, a media home. And there are plenty of streaming services out there that stream performances, like one-off performances, but we never really felt like there was, let's call it a Netflix for the arts. And Stride TV's thesis is that we want to be the home of the arts. So can there be an entity that is not only creating um, you know, educational content for the performing arts, but perhaps entertainment content? The entire world consumes music every day. The entire world is, is, is uh, participating in the performing arts every day. They're listening to music. They're watching TV. They're watching sports. But what exists for us? What, who is creating content, you know, that's educational or entertainment for the arts? Um, you know, not only the marching arts, but all performing arts. And so Stride TV, of course, right now is in its infancy. But I think you'll find five years from now, when you look at Stride TV, it truly is going to be a home for the arts where you're going to see amazing educational content, not only in the marching arts, but all performing arts. You're going to see stuff for figure skating. You're going to see stuff for dance. You're going to see stuff for choreography. You're going to see students around the world engaging in educational content that is safe to consume. It's not met with ads on the front or back. You're not going to be dealt dealing with an algorithm that is pushing certain content certain ways. Uh, we're going to be really making content that serves the educational community, but also the 
the community and world as a whole. It will take on many forms and it already has, but I think it's going to be a place in the future that not only people in our community, but outside of the community are going to come to, to enjoy and learn about the performing arts. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's cool. I, you know, I'm ready for my subscription. So I, I'm definitely. Hey, you get a free people. one. You get a free one. Look, so. oh, thank you. Man. Right, use the code Jared. Free. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a sweet, but I think, I mean, I, I, I just want to say as someone who's, you know, young, I just aged out of drum corps. I can imagine someone who probably looks like me, who is young, who is an aspiring, you know, drum corps performer or music education, like future teacher. Um, and this stuff that you guys are making, all of it in its entirety, is something that's just going to be easier and flexible for whomever. So I, I just want to commend you guys for just, you know, taking the time out because, you know, some people don't ever want to get up and do anything, but you guys saw the the problem and you guys are fixing it. So I just, you know, thank you for making this easier for at least, you know, this generation and generations to come. And it's just so great to see what it molds into. So, you know, is there anything that you guys would like to say to, you know, audience members listening in regards to, you know, people that may be on the fence of, you know, escaping the traditional route and going to the digital you know, phone looking at drill or sheet music or, you know, somebody that are just curious more on Stride TV. Is there anything you guys would like to add on? I guess as it relates to, you know, using traditional means, you know, uh, just sort of starting there. One of the things, of course, that we ask, you know, band directors, especially, you know, when they talk to us about like, well, I want to use, I'm interested in UDB, but I'm, I'm afraid, you know, if my kids having their phones on the field or whatever it is, um, just like anything else, in life, but especially like in education, like if you have a process and you have a system, then things will be fine, you know, and 10 out of 10 directors who talk to us after they've implemented UDB, they're like, look, I thought it was going to be an issue, but like, it's not, the kids are just more engaged, you know? And so it's just, it's fun to see that, that generation of directors really embracing technology. Um, You know, and, and really we always, like we really come from the mindset of like, you know, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten, you know? And like, so there's such an opportunity to like really grow with the times and do the things that the students are expecting. Um, And then in short, like just about all of these projects, I mean, you know, Luke, Luke and I are, we're, we're just creating the things that we wish were there. You know what I mean? It's not like we're, we're trying to, um, you know, create something and hope that there's a need for it. You know, we, we look at, we look at each of our big, you know, sort of three pillars of the of the company now. And we say like, there's a need for this immediately. And so, you know, these are things that we're passionate about. And, um, and I think that that, I would assume that that comes across in our work where people say like, these are, these are band kids who made this thing. Like I, this speaks to me or whatever it is, you know? Um, and when it's time, like when we're, you know, for example, we're shooting our brand new virtual curriculum, which will launch soon on Stride TV. Like for as confident as Luke and I are about, you know, being great visual teachers or whatever it is, like we're, we're finding the best, you know, to, to do that, you know, so there's always going to be the best people in the best positions leading those, these new projects for us. And we're fortunate to really just sort of be steering the ship now. And we've got an incredible team and, you know, everybody's excited about the future. And again, just like Luke was saying, like everyone who's on our team has a vested interest and 
you know, speaks all of these languages. They speak music, they speak band, they speak media, they speak, you know, so it's very, very cool. Um, Yeah. I think maybe just the last thing that comes to mind, I mean, as it relates to our sort of entrepreneurial journey, um, you know, is that like, this is such a cool space, you know, for people to explore um, and, and, and try things, you know, like, there's there's fewer places you know that are safe to try new ideas than like a performing arts classroom you know there's there's a ton of people every year who reach out to us about like hey i'd love to do you know uh, you know i'd love to see if you guys are hiring you know or i'd love to share these ideas with you and so all i'm trying to say really is that like there there are companies out there we're we're just one of them but there are companies out there who like would love knowing about kids who are excited about this stuff you know, and, um, you know, hopefully we'll soon be launching, um, you know, a, a program where we can, you know, sort of bring people in for the summers and those kinds of things, you know, just to get a little bit of experience, but, you know, ultimately like, you know, this is, this is a, this is the, this is such a cool community to be a part of as a creator. And, uh, and really that's, that's why Luke and I are where we are today. You know, your very first question, it was kind of like, what about people who are on the fence you know, maybe about our products and stuff like that. It's all student driven. You know, a band director or a few band directors make a decision sometimes for a hundred or 200 or even three, 400 people, you know, it's, it, but really the vast majority of experiences are coming from students. And I think letting that be a student led decision is always a good idea because what we find is when students get the app in their hand, they go, whoa, and they click play and they watch the animation and they see their pathway and they get excited about this. We even have data that supports this. One of our favorite things to share is in in the middle of any night, you can go on and see that UDB app is being used. Three, four in the morning. People are watching the animation. I can almost guarantee you they're not watching their coordinate sheet at 4, 4 a.m., but they're watching the animation because they're excited about it. So letting it be a student-led decision, either way, I think is a, is an awesome practice to, to to employ, which is get in their hands, see if they like it. And look, if they don't, they don't. Almost always they do because they're empowered now. They have more information. And um, and that those are the same things that we apply, everything you know that we're doing. Like when we're thinking about features, when we're thinking about new verticals in our company. It really is student-led because yes, we do work with thousands of band directors, but we work with hundreds of thousands of students. Those those are the vast majority of people that interface with our, our products. And so that's why when we're thinking about Stride TV, we're thinking about not delivering ads to students. That's why when we think about Beam, we think about making it really easy for the saxophone section leader to get his you know, notes out to his section. It's all student driven. And I would encourage any educator who's thinking about anything, not just our products, to let it be a student driven decision as well. Well, that is awesome. I want to thank you both again for coming on to the eight to five club podcast. As you guys know, my name is Jared and you can catch up both of these gentlemen, probably more than likely either working behind the scenes or at a convention. Hence, TMEA and sometimes GMEA and Midwest and all that other stuff, but two professional band kids working hard in order to make the marching arts more accessible and easier for teachers and for students. Thank you guys so much. And yeah, thank you. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for having us.